0: CYC? Hello and welcome to Season 6, Episode 8. Well, I'm not actually, I'm not sure whether is it Season 6, Episode 8 or is it just a bonus episode?
1: I don't know. <laughs> Knowing that sort of stuff is way above my pay grade.
0: Yeah. I think we'll just call it a bonus episode because I'm sure last time we said that uh, it was the last one in our Season 6. So, uh, yeah, this is a bonus episode to bring you into the summer because basically we decided that one of the subjects we had missed off from the whole subject about tools was quite an important one. And that's the the subject of, of Anna. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we have a few bits of housekeeping to do, first of all, I have to say hello to David, my fellow podcaster. So hello, David. Good Hi morning. There. Hi there. And we're sitting, sitting here in a very grey and dismal Glossop Gasworks. Um, and David's not too happy about that because he's off on the boat this evening. So. It's going to be fine. Actually, to, I have the been to- forecast is all right. I have been told by my roofer friend, who tends to know the weather very well, that it is going to be sunny tomorrow. So. And I would
1: say that Glossop Gasworks per se is not grey and dismal. It's, it's bright and happy. It's the weather outside that is grey and dismal. Very true. We are, we are
0: an oasis of sunshine in the grey. Dism- dismality is that word? No, anyway. Dismalness. Anyway, no, I think we'll, we'll move on, I think, because I don't think I'm going anywhere with that. So yes, we want to talk about Google Analytics, particularly because there is a, it's quite an, a significant event coming up in, in Google Analytics next year, in that for the last, I don't know how long, we've been using universal analytics to track websites and the like. And on in July 2023, so about just over a year from now, they're going to switch it off. Can I, can I just
1: stop you a second? I, I think there's, we should perhaps rewind a little bit. You have you've leapt into this idea of just using technical terms without making the assumption that people know what you're talking about. Go you're on, talking then. about analytics and Google Analytics, and I grant you, you know, I if, think it, most people will mo- most actually. people will, but I don't think everybody will. And I think it's worth just saying what, because I think it is so significant. Because it was a, a quote attributed variously to numerous business people business owners over the past I don't know 50 or 60 years that I know that half of my marketing works I just don't know which half Mm. and and I think it's and and that it was a bit tongue-in-cheek but it was kind of true because that the nature of marketing is it's it's speculative and you have to do it and then wait and see what happens but with the the growth of web marketing One of the things that's come out of that is the idea that you can actually get a close look at when, you know, what people, what your visitors to your website do. Do you get any visitors to your website? If you do, what do they do? So it's not just a case of if, take an e-commerce site, you sit there and wait and see what orders you get. You can actually look at what's going on that may or may not suggests that you're going to get orders so you actually get a better handle on what your marketing efforts are, are actually doing, what impact they're having. And, and it's, it's the, those numbers, that information that is, that is analytics. Mm. And obviously Google is the, is the leader in this world because they're the leader in many things. And, and obviously one of the beauties of Google Analytics is that for many years now it has been a, a free resource. But it is also, it can be a bit of a rabbit hole. There is mm. just so much of it. But yeah. uh, anyway, so my well, explanation of analytics,
0: back to you. Thank you very much. And that's actually quite useful because it also demonstrates what our, answers the question as to why it's important to start looking at this new version of it now, even though it's not going to appear for 12 months. Because I think if you just talk about what, think about what David's just said, one of the key factors when you're looking at analytics is the ability to compare trend, look at trends and compare sort of what's happening now with what happened maybe the same time last year and when the universal analytics the old one and the new which is google analytics 4 i'm not sure what happened to 1 2 and 3 but anyway they are completely non-compatible so on the 23rd of july or 20 sometime in the first, first of july is it the first of july first july
1: 2023
0: 23 that's where I got the twenty-three from. I think Universal Analytics will stop working, so you will yes, you'll have history in Universal Analytics, but you won't be able to get the future. But Google Analytics four GA four is working now. So if you set it up now, by July next year, you will have 12 months history in Google Analytics 4, which will then continue to record. So by setting it up now, you will continue to have a year's history even without having to sort of switch between old and new. And I guess you will also,
1: because you're you're effectively running them in parallel, you can uh, just check Mm. that you're getting the same answers For the overlap period, you're getting the same answers in the two different systems or equivalent answers in the two different systems. Because, And I think it's fair to say that universal analytics is not disappearing. It's just, to use the Google parlance, as of the 1st of July next year, it is stopping tracking.
0: Yeah, but there is a talk that maybe at some point in the future they'll just remove all the data so i think it is one of those things that yeah you can't rely on that history being there forever and i think you're right i mean google the universal analytics has been there uh, for a long time and 10 the, years ten, uh, thank you you've obviously done more research on this i've been looking at the new one more than the history of the old one but i have been taking quite a, a detailed look at google analytics 4 over the last couple of weeks and the first thing to say it is a completely different it's almost like using a new tool you have to reinstall it onto your website you have to create a new sort of profile for it and it runs completely separate from the old one so yes you have to treat it as sort of starting up a new tool and the interface and the way you use it and the way you interact will sort of analyze the analytics is completely different. And it it actually works on a, I won't, I won't get into the technicalities, but one of the benefits of it, it's focused very much on events on your website. So it makes it much easier to track things like form fills, clicks, scrolling, people, what people are actually doing on your website is much easier in, in Google Analytics 4. So there is a bit of a learning curve, but I must say after using it for, in earnest for a few weeks, it's it's, it's, it, there are definitely improvements and it definitely allows you to do some quite good reports quite intuitively that can give you things like how are people moving through your website and moving from page to page, a sort of anal- analysis of if you've got an e-commerce site, for example where people are coming into your site and moving through to purchasing and where they're sort of dropping off the process going through and what they're, what's distracting them. All. all those sorts of things are actually quite easy to set up. So, yeah, it's definitely worth investigating. For, that, for
1: those who do know something about analytics, one tool that, that – um, this is a question for you because I don't mm. know – am I right that the
0: GA4 no longer measures bouncers? you are correct it doesn't yes yeah. the bounce rate analytic has gone but it's very much it basically shows you exit pages so you can see, you can still see bounces because you can see if someone's come into a page and then left but it's not measured as a specific so it, but it gives you more detail you can see more intuitively where in the site they've bounced and just historically it was sort of a visit a, a session you'd see how what percentage of them was bouncers. now you can see much more easily what pages or what Things in your website are causing people to. Bounce. So what?
1: So what? Google have done is take one number that people may have had a degree of understanding about <laughs> the significance of it, and complicating it with a whole load of data to make things even more complex.
0: You, could, if you were being cynical, you. Well, <laughs> I, I, I think it, I
1: think it's a real problem that people. You know, if, if for anybody who goes to any sort of analytics for the first time, it is just a complete. Mm. minefields and you, you, it's really difficult to know what you're looking at yeah. and I might say and this is David Wright's cynical hat that it creates opportunities for people to purportedly offer services to help you understand it and I would question in many cases the the value of, of such a thing because mm. there's just not enough in it for you
0: yeah and but but I think I had a very good point that I was going to make then, and I just completely slipped my mind if it's good, it'll come back. I'm sure it will. but uh, but while i'm while I'm sort of waiting for that to to come back, I, oh yes, I know what it was, I know what it was. One of the good things about it, you, you mentioned there about the need to sort of know what it is you're trying to track and to be able to there's an awful lot of data in analytics and it, it can be difficult to actually identify what you're trying to find out. One of the nice things about the the new analytics is it's very much more report focused, so it's much easier to create relatively easy to read graphical reports that you might have had to use things like data studio or other tools to create before you can now create those within analytics which will it makes it easier to decide what you want to, to look at for example where are people sort of falling off in the track to a checkout, and then create that report and know that when you come back in a month's time, you will be able to see the same report with just different data. So that sort of ability to create Fixed reports that you can go and review and is quite when you say
1: fixed. Presumably they are actually not fixed. Well, they're they're fixed in their layout, but dynamic
0: in. in, They're fixed in the data they're reporting, but you can obviously change the timescales and things like that, which is important bit. But
1: But presumably, as again, that they will only work on the data that you have. So if you set up analytics, set up your new analytics today, yes, then it will. It can only report on data from today. Correct. The fact that you have universal analytics data for the last year it, it will not report on you'd still have to go to another whether that's it's right. data studio or something yeah. else for that
0: okay. and that and that's where obviously setting up the year before they're going to make the final switch is, is a good one but i think going back to the uh, uh, i think we've talked quite a lot about sort of the technicalities of it just going back to the the subject of the importance of analytics i think that that actually is a really key a key improvement because in my experience with analytics, as you say, there's an awful lot of data and people think, right, I need to know what, who's visiting my website. But actually, the first thing you need to know is what am I trying to, what questions am I trying to answer with analytics? You know, I'm doing some marketing, I'm doing my emails and I, I want people to, or social media or whatever it may be that you're doing, I'm writing my blog posts. What actions do I want people to take on my website? where am I hoping to get those people from and how can I measure how successful that is being with the new system it is actually much easier to create a report that will answer the questions you want to answer which actually makes it a much better tool for managing your your marketing in a structured way rather than simply going and looking at oh I've got 400 people visiting my website isn't that wonderful
1: so, so I guess what, what you're saying. I think this is perhaps what what's underlying all of this mm. is. We've talked on along this idea many times in the past that when it comes down to it, marketing is still marketing, yeah, and that analytics is just another tool you can use to help you with your marketing. It is it is not the be all and end all of everything. Mm. It's it, you know as we've talked about, it's immensely valuable, but you need to know what. What is your marketing plan? What is your business plan? What are your marketing and business objectives? And what analytics can do and and uh, all of these uh, dashboards and what have you is help you understand how effectively the actions that you're taking are driving you towards achieving your goals.
0: I think that's... Uh... A very good, a very good summation, and maybe, maybe a point to sort of start drawing it to to a close. But I think actually, I mean, now obviously we're we're going into uh, summer break. This is, this is definitely our our last podcast before we we come back in, in September. We'll have uh, the quiz. I do I
1: do appreciate it. It's still only May.
0: Well, yes, but uh, it, it's June next week. It's June next week. But um, it's a good time to do this because. It, get it done now and by September, you will have sort of a few months of data already to uh, to look at in in Google Analytics for. so I, I would definitely recommend that it's not a difficult job. There are lots of lots of tutorials on how to exactly how to install this on on your website. If you want any help, we're more than happy to help, but it it's a very straightforward process. So I would definitely recommend going up there and and get get it installed on your website. And then you can start using it, as David said, comparing it with the existing analytics and, and getting used to it before um, the, the big switch over next year. So that would be my suggestion, I think, for that. Unless, David, do you have anything you I, want to I, add? I,
1: always, always. always. <laughs> I would just, I, again, this is just a bit of a pre-summer homily, and that is, as with all of these other tools, do not use diving into learning all about this great new stuff as an excuse to avoid the elephant in the room of acknowledging the fact that you don't actually have a marketing plan. Yes, absolutely. make sure you know what you're trying to achieve before you start exploring these tools. Yes, it's it can be challenging to to do that effectively, but what it will do is if you if you've got your marketing objectives, got your business objectives clearly in mind and hopefully written down then when you start to look at these tools you can look at them in the context of your of your plan and then making decisions about what you need to measure how you want to use them actually becomes an awful lot easier and and it's i think as i say the investment in a bit of planning up front will pay real dividends in making these tools work coherently together to actually get you where you want to go. Yeah.
0: And, and actually the two fit really well together because as I say actually when you start to if you, do, you go and look at the tools actually looking and saying well what reports do I want to or maybe this is the wrong way around but looking at the reports and saying what am I trying to get out of it we will start to ask that question well what am I actually trying to achieve and then going back to the idea of actually planning and coming back at it from a different direction i think is a, is a very a very sound piece of advice so a piece of advice on which we will leave you so as usual right through you will be able to find The the archive of our our podcasts on podcast.bsamarketing.com you'll also find all the blog posts that go alongside this on our website bsamarketing.com and we will be continuing to be there on on social media particularly twitter and linkedin again at bsamarketing.com so until next time uh, we hope you enjoy the quiz that will be coming in a few weeks time but until we meet again in podcast land happy marketing
1: bye for now